I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here on Wake Your Dream, a podcast about growth and how the ways that you think and act are what create your life. I'm joined, as always, by my husband, Alan. Hey. And we are going to talk about today um, the idea that change also involves changing how you're talking about yourself on the inside. So it's changing your language. Okay. Kind of being aware of how you're wording your thoughts because thoughts are such a big part of change. Um, Yeah. They're where you're coming from when you're even considering a change. Um, And so as I was thinking about this sort of like putting some of the pieces of this concept together on paper um, before this episode, I was just like, oh man, this is a lot more layered than it can feel like in the moment. It's actually a very simple thing that you're doing to catch how your thoughts are usually worded. So for instance, like um, when I was making a change, like for me, there are a couple changes that I thought of to talk about. I'll talk about my time management one. Because that was always such like a, that was a very stressful, I was always stressed out about time. Like from as far back as I can remember. Like I never felt like I had enough. Um, I didn't feel particularly in charge of my time. I felt like I was kind of like flying by the seat of my pants a lot with my schedule. I found it really challenging to be organized. Um, Partly because I think I was like, you know, my, my pace, I've talked about it on other episodes too, but my pace was like kind of 80 miles an hour. I'd pack my days cram full of stuff yeah, like work yeah. and then hang out with people. And then, you know, like not a whole lot of room for self-care in those earlier seasons when I was in my 20s um, or in college and that kind of thing. You know, when you're coming out of college, you have to sort of wrap your head around like you're in charge of all of your time after that right like it's your first stab at adulthood and independence and that kind of thing so there's a lot of like trial and error I guess including self-awareness of like what do I even think I'm doing here what kind of order am I making out of my life oh I've never had these choices before of what to do with my time when I'm not at work, you know, um, just those kinds of things. So anyways, I was just thinking back, like, where did this all start? You know, like, where does it start this story we have about the thing that we struggle with? Like, where did that start? Right. So like, I'm thinking about time and I'm thinking about schedule and I'm thinking about organization. Well, you can hear why it's so scattered because it was like, I was listening and I'm like, what does that have to do with? But now I get it. So what you're saying is you were, you were sort of driven in a way Mm -hmm. by these scripts that were running in your head that were telling you, you know, your worth is found in how much you accomplish Yep. and there's limited time. So you need to maximize it as much as possible. And you also need to be doing the thing like, you know, when I think of accomplish, I put that in the like task categorization, right? Yes. But then Mm -hmm. you also had a script that was telling you 
And you need to be a good friend and a good sister yeah. and a good daughter yeah. and a good yeah. wife. And so that means I have to spend time with all these people. Right. And I'm, you know, and so that was kind of and that one fit. different than accomplished, but yeah. it's still, right? Yes. Like a script I'll, that's running. Yes. Where that one fit for me, and I'm glad that you're putting it like this, because that's kind of how my brain works is <laughs> apparently like, and I realized this about three years ago when my self-awareness was kind of growing. And I was more aware of this inner stuff that I'm doing on like uh, more of a subconscious level. Like I wasn't picking to do it this way, but my brain categorizes things. So like you said, accomplishments fit into like sort of a tasky category. Yeah. And relationships were sort of straddling a couple categories. It was like, yes, I need to be showing up well. I need to be a good friend, like capital G, capital F. I mm-hmm. need to be a good, the, you know what I mean? Like good daughter, good, yeah. um, like you said, good wife, good worker, whatever. Worker is not in the relationship category. But with yeah. relationships, they also straddled a line of, well, time with my friends, I love that. Time with my family, I love that. And because I enjoy it, it's also in a reward category. Okay. Okay. Sure. So it was weird. I got you. Because I would kind of like withhold that from myself if I didn't feel like I had done enough accomplishments in the task stuff. Okay. The task category. So I would work, you know, like Mm. work, Okay. Do the busy work wow, stuff if weird. I didn't feel like okay. I had done I enough. We've, but then I'm feeling never, guilty. Yeah, we've yeah. never talked no, we about haven't. it at this layer. Yeah. So I didn't realize that was kind of where you were coming from there. That's yeah. That's really fascinating. Like on this self-awareness journey, um, there are a lot of reasons that you do what you do. Yeah. Even if you're like, I have a thought behind everything that I do. I'm confused. I've never, I don't think I have a thought, you know? Right, right. I'm not do. I'm just kind of doing what comes naturally or what needs to be done. Yes. Right. Is that more, is it more what needs to be done? Like, yeah, that's more how you're thinking of it. Yes. Because it's not, it's like not a thing you've analyzed the thought Mm because you don't even realize there's a thought. Mm -hmm. So it just feels like the weight of the obvious necessary thing. Yeah. Right? Is Am I getting that? You are. And I want to point out there too, you're assuming something is necessary. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm saying and that's because what, you aren't even aware yeah. of the thought. Right. You're starting by saying, well, these are the baseline need to be done things. Yes. And I'm saying, oh, yes. am I right? in what we're talking about today is going to be when you notice those thoughts, Mm -hmm. then you can start to tweak them if they need to be tweaked, which they probably will. Yeah. Yeah. But no guarantee Mm -hmm. they do, but you can start to tweak them and then you can, you can decide. Yes. Is this something that needs to be done? Exactly. Because if I leave it unchecked, Mm -hmm. then it, it's going to be telling me it needs it all the but time. I actually right. get to decide. Exactly. Okay. I just want to make sure I was following and kind of yeah. getting what you're, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. That's good. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's very helpful that you kind of lay it out that way. Um, because that's the point of why would you even change your language? Right? Like who cares? Like sure. why go this deep? 
Yeah. Um, when I'm trying to make a change, I just want to make a change. Okay. Like I don't want to have to sit, think about why am I doing this? Think about what is it that I'm thinking? Like, maybe I don't want to do that. Is that a lot of the feedback that you get from people? I think people know, actually, that this is actually kind of interesting. That's, that was my internal monologue, by I the way. I was going to say, okay. I don't get the feedback externally, yeah. but I can guarantee you it's going on internally. Sure, sure. Because this is what our brain does when we are trying to make a change. Um, like I'm saying, there's a thought behind everything that we do whether it's an intentional thought or an unintentional thought. Right. Right. Yeah. So your brain doesn't want to do all that extra work to like dredge up. Hey, like let's make this change. Your brain is more interested in, Hey, what's already working. Let's just stick with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just how it's why change. Yeah. Because it's gotten us this far. Yep. Okay. We're making it work is the only thing your brain is interested in. Sure. So if you ever want to live a life that, you get to call the shots and you get to pick what's important and what's not important. And you get to really like, I don't know, I guess like live more from that inside out place from your true self. You're conscious of what you're choosing. You're engaging in your life. You're really proud of your choices. If you want to get to that place, that's an intentional change of thought because all your brain is interested in is really kind of keeping you at status quo. (laughs) Yeah. Like this feels so very interesting. I don't know if this is feedback that you get with this conversation or not, but I feel kind of threatened sitting. Mm. I mean, we're sitting across <laughs> the table from each other, just like normal, just like always. And I feel like, oh, there's like mm. in the pit of my stomach, it's like, no, I don't want to have to change the the thoughts that are kind of just running that have yeah. have always been running like yeah why would i why would i do that i don't want to do that yeah you know and here's the beautiful part you don't have to sure i know that but i'm saying i'm not saying i feel threatened by you talking about it sure i feel threatened like by when i brain. start thinking <laughs> like yeah. oh maybe i should be aware of that and make some change that is what feels like the threat it's like what do you think the threat what is it threatening i have no idea it's tell? very like okay this is why i mentioned it because it yeah. feels it feels really out of sync right like for me it feels out of sync mm-hmm. like it surprises mm-hmm. me that it has a negative mm. feel to it mm-hmm. and it surprises me kind of that i i don't know that, that you I just, even have a feeling about it yeah that i just like instinctively ah. not just mm-hmm. am like not i'm not interested in that but i'm instinctively like i'm anti this idea i don't know that's what it that's how it feels to me i get that and i think that this is (laughs) we've got a lot of dog action today and you're gonna hear it's gonna be exciting um this is a really good point because i think this happens for everybody just in different ways because we are all coming in with our own scripts that have been playing pretty uninterrupted sure right yeah so that's another reason like even noticing that if the language of my thoughts matters in terms of what I think is possible for me and what I think I'm capable of, then yeah, it's going to matter. What I uncover is going to show me some things I probably need to see 
So your pinch points, the ways you might feel threatened by this are different than the ways other people might feel threatened. But I yeah. think, I think yeah. if we're all honest, once, once we're told, Hey, if you're aware of the language inside of you, it's going to change some things. Sure. Yeah. I think anybody would have an ego reaction to that. Cause like I said, our ego kind of wants things to just be status quo because that feels like we're in control. Yeah. Yeah. So What's I wonder weird for you. Is okay. It feels like as we first started talking about this, I was thinking, okay, so here's, here's one of the ways I'd like to change, you know, the language about some of the things that we've been talking about. And one of them was, I forget if it was last episode or two episodes ago, mm-hmm. but we, we talked about, like I said, I don't know how to do a podcast from home like this. Like, mm, yeah. you know, I've, I've, like we talked about a long, I don't know what episodes, but you know, what I used to do for work was a very public facing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was speaking at churches and I led like our staff devotions most every week. Mm-hmm. And then I would also record those talks in the studio at the office. All right. Yes. And so I had experience doing the talking in front of a mic, but every other part of it, I didn't have any experience with. I had the experience talking into a mic, but that was where that ended. So I didn't know if we were using the right, you know, mics, if we were, if I was going to be able to edit it, if I was going to, all that stuff. Right. But this past week, so like Mm -hmm. as we're recording this, like four days ago, five days ago, I think, something like that. Last week was the first first episode. Yeah, the first episode went up on whatever podcast. Spotify, Google, everything. Yeah, And so as we were talking about the idea behind this podcast or behind this episode, I was like, oh, that would be something I can update because now I can't say I don't know how to do this because now it's live. People can download it. People have listened to it. It's like, Right. We did it, you know? Right. And so, so I like, don't know how oh. to do a podcast from home, quote unquote, is not accurate to the present right. now. Yeah. So you need to update that. Yeah, I need yeah, to update it, you sure. know? And so that was my initial thought about this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. I get to do that and think differently yeah. about this. But then as we start talking about it, I feel these negative feelings mm-hmm. instead of like, yeah, that's cool. I get to you know, I get to update and like, yeah, improve the way I think about this one category. Yeah. But for some reason, the, the big subject still Mm -hmm. felt like, Ooh, I don't like this. That's making me feel off. You know, it's weird. Well, even the way you just said that, (laughs) I mean, this is what's so interesting about our, when your awareness has popped up about the language you use, you're going to start to hear yourself say things and it's you're going to notice it <laughs> sure. more. Yeah. Um so you just said the big the what did you say the big problem or the big picture when I heard about this now in a big picture way I started to think Oh, I, oh did I say that? Yeah, okay. you did. Okay. So even hearing that you said it that way does that give you an idea of where the this sort of switched from exciting to like it's a little threatening? 
maybe, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe I just am like, that feels like that's going to be a ton See, of work. That's to what I want. aware yes. of what the scripts that are running in the background already are. And here's what's kind of cool okay. is once you've done this on a specific scale, I'm not going to say small scale, although sometimes it is small scale. You're pinpointing one thought you think about one thing. Sure. We start with yeah. a very, a very specific, exact example. Yes. And the best way to pick that for yourself first is usually to pick something that's happening for you in the present that's making you feel a big feeling. Okay. So like for you, I'm not going to say it was the podcast, but that is what kind of came up for you. It was taking up your, some of your energy. You were needing to like make decisions about it on like a semi-regular basis and then it turned a corner last week of like we actually launched it so it sort of shifted how the type of work you're doing with it now how you're thinking about it now and so that shifted your feeling yeah now I don't feel like yeah well I hope I'm doing all this right and then we'll see if it's gonna work right you know because I'm like oh it worked like behind the scenes people don't know the first so I like edited and did uh, like maybe seven or eight of the episodes. And then we yeah. were like, hey, it probably would make sense instead of just we're done talking and then the episode's over. Like we'll have a little outro music to let people kind of yeah. cue them in. Yeah. Like, okay, we're ending. Hadn't even edited the so then intro I, and outro. In, I already had outro. everything. Yeah. yeah, we had the intro but not the, the outro. Yeah. And I had already like created the final file like I had it in a little folder called like final episodes and then it was like oh yeah we should have that outro so I went back and I updated all All those and it you know that wasn't like a ton of work it may be because I wasn't super proficient at it it probably took me sure 30 minutes or 45 minutes to do those episodes sure but then when we went to actually get the podcast like on all live, these different platforms, yes, yes, all the different platforms don't. Uh, so I was assuming when I think of podcasts, I think of the little Apple podcast yes. app. And when I think of Apple, I think of the file format, mm-hmm. the M4A, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, MP4, or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. M4A. Yeah. Okay. Or a yeah. yeah. And so I was putting those, our files, yeah. I was exporting them all into that format because I just thought, well, if that's what Apple wants, that's what everyone's going to want. Right. So then as we uploaded the first episode, you have to like get approval through each of these different right. um, carriers, you know, so Spotify right. has an approval process. That is separate from Apple's yep. approval process. That's, That's separate, separate from, Google from Google Play, you know, yep. all that. And so we're, we found out after now I had like 12 of the episodes finalized. Yeah. I had deleted the old ones with no intros, da, 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 da. Yeah. So then we find out, oh, Spotify doesn't accept the file format <laughs> yeah, that I even. did all these in. Yep. So then I, I had to go yep. back and redo them all. And export them as all MP3, in the, yeah, in MP3. not M4A. And yes. so, you know, again, it doesn't take that long. I mean, we had a lot more episodes then. So it took me closer probably to an hour, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'm like, 
wow, I've handled all these different episodes so many times, like <laughs> right. from start to finish in some ways. It, it's not a whole re-edit every time, but right. I was like, I thought I was done with them so many times. Right. I think that's what it was. Yep. And then so I have to go back and do something different. Like now it's launched and I go, okay, so now I know the flow, do this, use this format, put an outro, mm -hmm. you know, do it the way we know. Right. And so I can kind of update that and then go, yes, okay, check. Update That's kind of your covered. thinking or update the project? Update my thinking. Yes. So, so I don't have to have the thoughts kind of going around in the back of my mind like, yeah, but are you sure you checked all right. the boxes? Because I mean, look, you've had two <laughs> times you haven't checked all the boxes. So what's the likelihood you did this time? Right. Yeah. But like now that it's live, I go, OK, I'm I'm not saying there's no room for improvement because there definitely is. Sure. But I don't. But something I don't else have became to wonder, more like, important. Is it not going to work because yes. of whatever, yes. you know? Right. And. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I talked about that so long. I forgot what <laughs> got us talking about it. But no, that's whatever. OK. Like you're kind of communicating about the layers of the experience of getting something off the ground. Sure. And we're trying to talk about in the different the experience thoughts you of think. a thought. Yes. So that's my bad. No, that's right. okay. But you thought different things along that time. Every okay. time you had to pivot. Oh, thanks for tying that in. Now I don't yeah. feel like I just wasted that whole five minutes. Yeah. It's good. not, it's not a waste. Cause like for you, your experience, I mean, you're very, you're very aware of your thoughts in a way that a lot of people aren't, but you're also becoming aware of your thoughts in a way that you haven't been before Yeah, yeah. lately, right? Um, yeah. So you're describing your experience, making these pivots and having to like retouch this project when you thought it was maybe done or thought that part was covered, but tying your thought in what are maybe two thought shifts you had in the middle between I don't know how to do a podcast from home to now I know how to do a podcast from home? What, what are one or two yeah. thoughts that were in the middle there? Well, I mean, I definitely had a transition where it was like, I think I can figure this out. Ah, that would have been one of them. That's, you know, and I want everybody who's listening. I want whoever's listening to really, really catch that one. I think I can figure this out. Yeah. Is enormous. Like, so put that in a little brain category sure. for you of a, yeah. of a thought that's like, you can use that as a tool. I think I mentioned this in a, in another um, episode. I think it was episode probably 11, I think. Um, but that one I talked about, like using your thought as a rung in the ladder mm, that yeah, you're on. Yeah. When you're trying to move forward with something, thinking I can figure this out is like crazy helpful. It yeah. might seem kind of obvious or like, well, yeah, that's what you think but when I you're think trying I to. But I think I said, I think I can figure this out. Right. Which is, I'll say different than saying I can figure this Very out. Very true. You know. And that would be, and that I would, would be a so I would say that was one. kind of the first transition yeah. and then kind of the next transition after it might've been after you listened to it and we're like, yeah, I think that sounds good. 
Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, I think, I think this is right then. That was kind of my next thing. Sure. But then the full transition wasn't, wasn't done until, mm-hmm. you know, it got accepted by these different platforms. Right. And then it actually, the day we planned that it was going to be launched, I could search it up on the, yeah, on the it showed different up. stores and uh-huh. find it. That was yep. like, okay, now we've done it. Yes. So, you know, that's interesting because I, hmm. so, so to kind of transition from talking about the process with the podcast to just how I think about things in general. Right. I think about them really binary. Mm. Like all or nothing. It's either done or it's not done. Ah, right. You know? Sure. Or or maybe I'll say it's either done or it's in progress or something like that. Right. right? Um and when I realized that no, there were there were some some key specific shifts yeah that took place in there almost so almost so under the surface that it yeah you didn't really realize those were key steps that you right. took to continue moving the direction you were moving right no I, d- I didn't yeah no I think that's true and yeah. it's yeah mm-hmm. it's interesting to think of you know, mm-hmm. like earlier you said, I'm, I'm pretty aware of my thoughts and I do agree with that, mm-hmm. but I, I would say when they relate to my experience, yeah, that's the part that's new. I never really was before, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so to be aware of my thoughts as it's connected to my actual experience, right? that's a new thing for me. So for you to ask, like, what was one of those shifts? Yeah. I didn't really, you know, initially I, I wasn't aware of that. So yeah. I started thinking about it. Oh, yeah, I guess it was this. Um, yeah. So that's really an interesting thing because of how much I live in my head, you know. Right. Like my thoughts right. kind of are my world. Right. But I'm, I'm thinking... I don't, I don't want to say theoretical thoughts, but I'm thinking about ideas yes. more than I'm thinking about my experience. Like the person you are. Yeah. Now that, like yeah. you say, that's been really shifting in the last yeah. six months or so. And I would say that I've had some, some insights into myself that have mm-hmm. like just blown me away. Yeah. I was never expecting you know? Yeah. And then once I realize it and say it, it's like, hmm, that felt so obvious that it seems weird that it was a realization that I just had. Sure. You know? Yeah. But then once I do, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So, so yeah. what I'm describing there. Mm-hmm. Is, is kind of what we're talking about. It is. Except what you're encouraging is yes. to be intentional yeah. about learning the thought. Yes. And then you can be intentional about if it needs tweaking, tweaking it. Or if it needs to be trashed, try to trash right. it and put a new one in its place. Right. Right. Okay. Because what, 
what that will give you the option to do in any situation you go through, any relationship, uh, like maybe struggle or challenge that you're in, any um, opportunity that comes up for you, navigating anything in your life, like any choice that you make, noticing that the language you're using underneath of that is what's telling you whether you have options or not. Okay. That yeah. is that is prime mm. like as a choice point for yourself to reposition yourself back in charge of your life. That's the real insight there. Okay. Yep. This tells you if you have options or not. Exactly. And the thoughts you're telling yourself something that's communicating to yourself about the situation you're going through whether you even have a choice or options in it or not. Ooh, wow. That's right? Yeah, wow. That's really good. It's crazy, right? That's really good. So, thank you. And this came this came at a price for me. For sure, I'd um, imagine. Many different prices after <laughs> after I became aware of this and really started to practice it cuz what you were saying is like it's awesome to be aware. Our first episode was how important being aware is and you get to choose that and be open to being aware that this is going on inside of you but you also get to pair that with your power move of like applying it applying what you're aware of in a different way being proactive now with what Mm. you're aware of like almost picturing it I don't want to use like I know these words kind of have like I don't know, hustly connotations. Like, I don't want to say like, oh, this is your homework or this is your, um, you know what I mean? This is yeah. your assignment now. Yeah. Like when I say power move, I don't mean that in a hustly way. I mean that in an empowering way. I mean that in a way that like opens all the doors in your room, yeah, opens like, this all the is windows where in your home. Like the you, impact is, this yes. is where change can happen. Yes. Yeah. Is, Interesting. Is when you use your awareness to and you start creating more opportunities for yourself that way. Yeah. So your thoughts are either defeating or they're making that thing accessible for you. They're either sure. making you feel they're defeated. Either, so defeating in the sense of you feel oh, yeah. no options, you feel exactly. trapped. Exactly, trapped. Okay. They're either defeating you yeah. or they're making things accessible for you okay. and optimistic for you. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So these are the three questions. And so even okay. like, I just want to touch on yeah. this quick because I'm sure that there are people who are hearing this right now and they're thinking, well, the the difference between me moving forward in whatever situation Mm -hmm. I'm in Mm -hmm. is not just a matter of thinking a different thought. Like I legitimately am trapped in a situation that I, that there's not a way out of, or I, you know, like, yes, I'm, I'm going to say this and we don't need to talk about this Mm -hmm. for a long time, but I just want to say for anybody listening, I deal have we talked about at all that I deal with like a chronic health th- type mm, of thing? So I don't think we've, talked I don't think about so either, that. but mm-hmm. so I, I deal with, um, 
I, I don't know. I don't have a diagnosis. So it's a weird thing to talk mm-hmm. about in that sense. But I basically feel like I slept one hour last night mm-hmm. all day, every day, mm-hmm. no matter how much sleep I got. And that's, that's, uh, that's an average day, but it's also like a good day, quote unquote, because there's worse days <laughs> where yeah. I feel way, way like almost like, like there's like a physical weakness. Like yeah. I just feel like almost immobilized in some ways. Yeah. Um, and like I've never fainted. I've kind of, I see the tunnel kind of close in on me maybe every six months or something like mm-hmm. that. I've never lost consciousness, but it always feels like a threat, like looming over me. Right. right? And, um, and so this, you know, we've chased this down for, this has been, yeah since before we met. So yeah. I think it's been maybe 12-ish years yeah. I've been dealing with this. And um, it never goes away. I never have a good day where I feel normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told you, Annalise, that I, don't, I still don't think you've met the real right. me, who I think of as the real me, because right. you've met someone who's beaten up and beaten Damn, down with sometimes this with this stuff. Right. And so I say that to say, yeah. if somebody's hearing like, oh, there's, you know, there's defeating thoughts and there's empowering thoughts, like, please don't, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of, if I'm thinking of my health situation, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, thanks, but this is not as simple as mm-hmm. I choose a different thought and now I feel I have options, right? Sure. Because I I am trapped in this situation. Right. Like I'm not trapped in how I respond to it. Right. But I am trapped in the situation. And I just Yes. I just wanted to add that layer in there. Um I know that isn't specifically what we're talking about here, but there are some situations as people right Right. where it's like yeah that's just like you're in a bad objectively you're in a bad situation sure sure now you can choose to respond to it in different ways that's the main use i've responded to this in different ways during our relationship and you know um but i just i wanted to say that so that we could talk about what you were about to say there which is kind of that's that's the use of this stuff okay right yes yeah so the use of this for something like that um for a situation that's impacting you that way and i hesitate to to try to give other examples because there really are so many times that we're actually blaming our externals without even evaluating if we could sure somehow you know if we could think a different way about it what are my options versus i don't have any options here right right, right. Yeah. now this isn't that and i want to be clear and that, but I do that was the only reason i wanted to jump I, in like right. hey and i think, i'm in an undiagnosed mm, and right. apparently after pouring thousands of dollars into it undiagnosable right. situation sure. so right. you know it doesn't leave with a lot of options. It doesn't. Right? And I think with this 
this specific tool could be the most helpful to bring you from negative to neutral. Sure. Yeah. You don't like the way through hard things is not to turn everything positive. Right. And it's, it's also it's not, not to say. Yeah. Or or maybe not. It's also but maybe to say what you're getting to here is it is learning to say something other than either this gets resolved or yes. I'm miserable for the rest of my life. Exactly. Either this gets resolved or I'm going to be angry at anyone and everyone for the rest of my life. Right. 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 Like, because you can pick that. You can pick that. Anybody can pick when, when you uncover what the thought process is that you are actually thinking about the situation and about you most yeah. of all. Yeah. You get to pick whether you want to stay there or not. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you, um, whoever's listening to, ask yourself these three questions. Okay. This can be really helpful to evaluate what do I even want to do with this sort of like change my language, reclaim my, my language yeah. around this story that I just, there's not a lot I can do directly about. Sure. Like there's not yeah. a solution. I can just, this is not a fix it situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a fix-it situation. So these are the three questions. You can ask yourself, how do I feel about this? And just be really honest mm. with yourself. Yeah. You may... Here's where you can throw out, I feel trapped. I feel angry. Yep. I feel cheated. I feel, you know, And right? it is so, yeah. yeah. And it is so, yeah. like, powerful that you actually let yourself say the real things. Mm. Use the real words to describe that describe it for I'm actually yourself. feeling emotional right now from yeah. just saying those those things which is right a shock to me right because like, you've been dealing with it quote unquote yeah. for so long right like I've written a book yeah. about my experience of living with chronic right you know issues I've that talked about this with notes, audiences way, before I think that's important so that's going to be sure in the show yeah notes, if, but, if yeah. there's somebody else that's dealing with it doesn't have to be a you know a health thing it, you know, whatever you're dealing right. with that just is there now right. seemingly forever. Right. And you don't know how to cope with it. Um, you know, I wrote a book, it's called journeying with pain. Yep. It was the first book I ever wrote. It was kind of, I didn't know I was a writer. <laughs> and then I kind of was like, I'm not finding a good resource to help me in yeah. my current situation. Right. And so I wrote something that I was like, I think I'm writing this for a hundred people in the world, mm -hmm. but I think it's going to really meet. Like, like fill the gap. Yeah. Like it, it's not a, I mean, it's written from, from the point I'm at right now where I'm still in it. Yep. I still deal with this all day, every day. It still ruins my life, honestly. Yeah. Um, but your the subtitle to your book too is finding hope when you don't find answers. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of a key. Yeah. Perspective you're coming from with that. Yeah, like I yeah. I really, you know, have gotten, uh, to a place where I don't know. I sort of like. I don't know. The word I want to say is like relaxed into it. Kind of what I talked about with how you worked on your yeah. restful productivity kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like it was like I can either fight 
all day every day and be so mad and be so hurt and be so betrayed by life and God and whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, I can, I can figure out how to say, okay, I guess this is my situation and kind of accept it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I I did not (laughs) anticipate talking about the health stuff or the book or anything, but if, if any of that resonates and you're like, I'm just, I really am just stuck Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and allow, allowing and accepting. I think you were just kind of saying like, you're, as you're trying to define, like, what is it that helped me shift? You know, you said relaxing into, but it's kind of like accepting what you're working with and not pushing against it, using all of your energy and resources to push against it. Right. You're sort of like, okay, if I accept this, um, because that is what I'm working with and I can't change it, it's not a fix it situation, right? Right. What do I do then? And it feels like accepting it gave you more options. It opened up. Yeah. In a lot of ways, ways, like. It, to handle I, it. I'm guessing the reason it came to mind yeah. on this topic was because it feels like this is kind of what I had to do. I had to change my thinking around it right? from, you know, okay, once I get a diagnosis or once we find the cure, right. then I can feel I can. peaceful, you know? And, it and was that almost was like what the it, script was in my head. It was like, almost like you were relying on and of course you'd want those things. That's the other thing. Nobody is wrong for wanting right. an outcome, wanting a solution. It's not that I was wrong. It's that but it, it wasn't, wasn't helping hap- me. Right. You know? It wasn't going to help because yeah. it was almost like you were keeping, by the way that you were thinking about it initially, it was keeping your whole life hostage Yeah. until that w- were to happen. Yeah. yeah. And by accepting what you were working with over time, you opened up other options to be alive in your life. Yeah. Yep. That that is the difference. While it still impacts While it's every still day of my life. You right. know, every moment of my life. Right. It's very yeah. Yeah. But it's like either you withhold enjoyment and engagement and purpose and satisfaction and contentment. Either you withhold that from yourself or you somehow are like allowing that to also sure. be available to you like it while yeah while i i am trapped by my circumstances right i previously was also trapped yeah by my fixation on a diagnosis or a solution right, right. and yeah, yeah yeah that's that's good as we're talking about it i'm really i'm making that connection like yeah. I was kind of double trapped, right? Yeah. Because I'm trapped by the situation yep. and by my perspective on it. Yes. And so changing the thinking about it was not to say this is good. I'm glad I'm going through this. Like, you know, whenever I hear people say, you know, like I've grown so much, I wouldn't trade what I've been right. through. Like maybe some of you relate to that. I'm guessing some of you don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've grown a lot, but mm-hmm. I would trade it to feel normal every mm-hmm. day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it it really has helped bring me from feeling 
trapped by the circumstance and trapped by my approach to the circumstance. Yeah. To now I'm still trapped by the circumstance, but I've stopped thinking about, you know, diagnosis or resolution as the only thing that could make my life meaningful or fix everything or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't say worth living. That's a little, yeah, maybe that's that's a little heavy, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, all that I think is connected in the way to this, you know, reclaiming your thinking because I think that was the transition that kind of, yeah brought me like I just you know (laughs) don't say just like oh it was just a five minute thing like no this is like six years of fighting and flailing and uh, lashing out against and then yeah and then finally Mm -hmm. I accept it so I went to Mayo Clinic and they didn't find anything physically wrong with me and I was like well, if they don't find anything, then I don't think anyone's going to find anything. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to find out what this is. Mm -hmm. And that really, like once I fully accepted and fully internalized that, then it was like, okay, well then I can't be saying I either find what this is and fix it or like your Life original, ruined, your original right? standard didn't really fit anymore. Yeah. It like couldn't, it, was, it didn't have a place to it fit It didn't anymore. map onto reality right. anymore, you know? Right. And, and so I'm like, well, I can just yeah. be miserable for the rest of my life, but I'm only, you know, at the time 30, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, unless this is a deteriorating type of thing that, you know, ends my life right. way quicker than we expect. like. Yeah. I have a lot of life left in all likelihood, you right. know, I don't want to be miserable from right. 30 on. So thinking even about, if I'm in miserable circumstances, yes. right? And even thinking about the way that you word that thought, I don't want to be miserable even if I'm in miserable circumstances. Yeah. It was almost like a um and this is sort of the term that I'm thinking, it might not fit exactly, but it was almost like a you were in a position to want to cast a new vision for yourself. Okay. Yeah. It's a little bit epic to say it yeah, that way. Yeah. yeah. However, I, yeah, why not? I, right. I hear what you're saying. There and was I'm a like, feeling yeah, you sense. wanted to change. You wanted to switch to, Yeah. you wanted to make a switch and not feel the oppression of this original story. Sure. Anymore. And so you were like, I'm going to have to set a new tone. I'm going to have to set a new stage. I want to actually, you know? Um, yeah. And so these are the other two questions. So <laughs> yeah, the first sorry. question, no, 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 it's okay. Cause how do I feel about this does open up the can of worms. Yeah. The reason true. your language matters so much, the language of your thoughts that matters so much is because it brings feelings with it. Mm-hmm. It brings big feelings with it. Yeah. And it ma- of course, like you feel something when you say, how do I feel about this situation that's been impacting my brain, my life, right? Yeah. So the second question is, what does that mean I'm thinking about me? 
and and I think especially from what you shared, you were thinking, you know, we talked about a little bit of like, you were thinking actively, my life is being held hostage. If I don't have this thing, I, I am not fully able to enjoy my life. Yeah. Like I felt like I was kind of on pause Yeah, until right. this could be resolved. Yes. And then as it dragged out over years and years and years, it's yes. like, I'm realizing, well, I can't be on pause indefinitely. Yes. You know, you caught that that wasn't going to keep serving you. Yeah. You caught that the current story, you didn't think about it like this at the time, but you caught the f- sensation you had about yourself and your life. And you were like, I can't sustain this. Yeah. I don't even want to. And so what does that mean? I'm thinking about me. So you realized I'm thinking I'm being, I'm on pause. Yeah. And then the third question is, what could I think differently that would be helpful to me? Yeah. And that's what you were saying. You know, that's where I'm thinking for me, it just hits me like, man, I, I need to cast a different vision for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I need to set a brand new stage because we need to scrap this old thing. It's, it's not going to work anymore. Even if I still agree with some of it. Right. And that's what I want everybody to catch too we're talking about the difference between a helpful truth and an unhelpful truth. Yeah. Okay? That's the bottom line right? of what this is about. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. am I using language that keeps me in the present tense and keeps me feeling open and like some options are accessible to me? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's where I need my wording to be. You know, I hear people word stuff like, uh, I'm guilty of this. Yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of this. Like I struggle for me, I struggle with this is a better thought than I'm guilty of this. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I want people to catch too is like, it's okay that you have to ladder thought yourself through this because this is real life. And I want to be real when I struggle with something and you wanted to be real when that you were struggling with something. It had to be real in order to work. So I'm guilty of this too. I I struggle with this to then I sometimes struggle with this, right? Because thinking of myself, my identity, I struggle with time management. I struggle with using my time, with feeling good about time, you know, with feeling like time is mine to use. Thinking I struggle with it implies I will always struggle with it. Yeah. So when I change that then to I sometimes struggle with it, that's actually a lot more accurate, A. Yeah. Because I don't always struggle with it. Yeah. And it also pops open this opportunity that yeah, I could choose hopeful. something different. Yeah. 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 So I kind of wanted to take people through that to also like, you know, that's how you can reclaim your language. Yeah. And then it became, I'm working on owning my time. And then it became, I think, like you said earlier, I think I have the time I need. You said, I think I can figure it out. I think I have the time I need. And then acting on that. And this is what I was saying in the beginning of like, awareness is awesome. Awareness counts and it matters. Being aware of your language matters. And then you get to do something differently with it and start trial and erroring and practicing and experimenting yeah with these different ways of tweaking your thoughts and hopefully the examples that 
Alan, that you and I both shared today is helpful for you guys, for whoever's listening, like it doesn't have to, you don't have to go from negative to positive. Sure. Yeah. You, that's in fact, that's going to feel pretty inaccessible and probably frustrating. And it's probably going to make you guys feel like the way that Alan, you were saying you felt in the beginning of like, this is really big and it feels threatening. Yeah. 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 I don't, I, I hope that like, you know, kind of going heavier than anticipated there in the middle wasn't something that bumped anybody out because, you know, like I'm thinking about this is a perfect way to think about about every kind yeah, of thing, right? That exactly. I'm dealing with. Like so, I just got a yeah. new um a new project at work yesterday, you know, and so it's like I can start thinking about okay, here's this project. Oh man, it's so big and it's like I feel like this could slide out of control pretty easy and I'm dumping way more time than I thought into it. Like that's how probably many of us start when we're thinking about big stuff. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, And that's natural. I just want to point that out. That's a really natural thing. And just catching the feelings that you're feeling is going to help you remember to check in with that thought and help yourself manage it. Yeah. It doesn't have to run you. It doesn't have to take you down the whole spiral. Yeah. Like you're on the slippery slope, you're going to end up with being overwhelmed. Can you, I add one other yeah, thing here? Please. I so yeah. as I'm I was kind of racking my brain like for for simpler like smaller examples instead of kind of the heavy one that I went with. And I I was like, "Wait a sec. Yesterday I was walking through uh downtown. I was heading to our post office. And I ran into, um, I ran into a local artist that we know Mm -hmm. and she was standing outside this building, looking up at it right in downtown. And it was a two story building and it was probably half a block wide. Okay. So pretty significant, you know, face of the building. And like I said, she's an artist. So I knew she was looking at it to kind of assess how her mural was going to work on this wall. And so I walked up and I've talked before, like I do some painting, nothing like she does, but some painting and different things. So Mm -hmm. I do some art and I was like, oh, you're checking this out, getting ready to do a mural up there, huh? And she's like, yeah. And I just stood there and looked at it with her for a minute. And I was like, man, that is an intimidatingly big (laughs) wall. Like as I'm standing looking at it, Mm -hmm. I'm getting intimidated. And she goes, oh, you are? She goes, what I do is I kind of, I kind of start and look at this little quadrant of it and go, okay, that's how I'm going to handle this. Mm -hmm. You know, and she kind of walked me through, well, here, instead of staring at this massive wall, yeah, Yeah. half a block, two story wall, right? Brick wall and just go, oh, how am I going to do the whole project? You know, she's going, no, this is how I, how I think about it. Yeah. And I just, you know, as we're sitting here, I'm like, yeah, that's a really helpful way to approach things. Right. You know? Right. And she kind of walked me through, this is what it looks like to practically take a thought. Yep. Realize what your language is saying about, you know, kind of your situation. Right. And then to change it in a way that leaves you feeling hopeful. Right. You know? And she was taking the actual wall. 
she just split it into smaller pieces so she could focus on what was helpful to her to focus on. Yeah. And that's exactly what, yeah, like those are our options here. We all, we all have the choice of looking at a circumstance that's tough, overwhelming, challenging, trapping us, whatever. Yep. We maybe can't change, you know, it's like she didn't have the option to like, well, I want to paint these other smaller buildings instead. No. Right. But she could choose how she thought about this thing. Yes. I could choose how I thought about facing my health thing. You yep. could choose how you thought about dealing with time management. Yeah. It's really. Right. Um, yeah. We can choose it's the angle. It's yeah. not the only, the initial thought is not the only angle. And the initial thought, it's not a big surprise that it's usually pretty defeating or trapping or makes us feel like we have not many options. It's not a surprise that it does that when you know kind of how you're starting to learn, like how your brain kind of works. It wants to keep you in the status quo. Understandable. It's trying to tell you, hey, like this is how you stay in control. But when you live enough of your life and you realize it doesn't really work that way. I'm not actually in control. Um, when you don't need to be in control to realize like there are different choices you have about how you think um, and there are different angles you can take to how you navigate an issue, that's when you'll really start to feel free. Sure. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, the words that you're using are really like telling you what you believe your identity is. They're telling you what you believe your capabilities are. Sure. They're telling you what you believe is possible for you. So again, your words have a lot of gravity to you. Yeah. So it's really important to take charge of that back. You know, when, when I talk about wake your dream, you know, and with my clients and that kind of thing, that's why I call what I do life design coaching because you were created I believe, by God, with the capability to look at things and do things and approach things from a totally different angle than what your brain is going to offer you. Sure. And that's on purpose. Um, So yeah, if, you know, if you consistently are thinking, this isn't for me, that's not me, Um, I do it this way, that's hard, I don't do that, I don't know then you're going to consistently feel that those things are out of reach or they're mm. kind of impossible to you. So yeah. just just keep your awareness up of when you shift your language to being present tense, being possible, um, letting yourself think something before you believe something, right? You kind of help yourself move forward just rung by rung on that ladder. And can I jump yeah. in and just clarify with you this is sort of a question sort of not but like there's not really a good formula right like if somebody's thinking like well how do I start doing that really how you do it is you you figure out what that thought is yes you and then say what would be a little different little better way to think about this yes and often it's like maybe I can tackle this, yes, right? Like, yes, you You want to really give yourself such like, uh, such openness to 
allow yourself to experiment. You're going to be experimenting before you land on what works. It's exactly what you described it's in the podcast be incremental layers. change, right? It's going to be incremental. It's going to be um, little step by little step. And you're taking these steps without actually knowing the outcome. So I want to encourage sure. you guys, like, you're already doing this. You just haven't really thought about it this way, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking for someone right. who's going, am I doing this right? The answer is, if you're moving in a more hopeful direction. Helpful, hopeful. Yes. <laughs> um, the helpful truth, right? Not the unhelpful truth. Mm, yeah. Um, you're, you're desiring to be really accurate to your actual context because a lot mm. of times we're repeating a pattern that applied to an old thing we went through, um, an old season we were in. Sure. It's not current. It's yeah. not, it's not accurate to what we are working with right now. Um, so really asking yourself those three questions, you know, how do I feel about this? Like the, this is whatever you're going through, right? Yeah, how do yeah. I feel about this? What does that mean? I'm thinking about me. And what I mean by that is like, who do I think I am? <laughs> like, what are my, where's my worth? Where's my value coming from here? What are my capabilities? What are my capabilities yeah. is the other one. And then what am I, what does that mean? I'm thinking about what's possible for me. Mm -hmm. Did I pick what's possible? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then the third question is what could I think differently that would actually help me? Yeah. And that's what I want you guys to remember too. Just when your brain says, I don't know, or I, I can't, that's not accurate to the big picture of what you have available to you. There's always something we do know, even if it's tiny, sure. your brain wants to discount the tiny, yeah. but life works in the tiny steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life works in the tiny yeah. incremental, right? So remind yourself, zoom out and kind of do this like big picture reminder for yourself. I do know something. What thought is going to help me move one step forward? Yeah, that's good. So don't overthink it. Like the, we're talking about the big wall. Don't think binary like I do thing. naturally. That's not the Just helpful way it. forward. Right. But right? I'm saying yeah. if that's what you're tempted to do with this, right. which is what I'm tempted to do with everything, right. that's not the best way forward. It doesn't you know? feel good. No, it, it feels overwhelming. So take it back down, quadrant it, you know, simplify it a bit. Yeah. yeah. Put it into like three different pieces and just go one piece and say, okay, like this, this piece either is going to feel doable or it's going to feel out of reach. Yeah. I yeah. get to pick, right? Yep. So yeah, give yourself permission to kick it around, you know? Um, life is a lot about trial and error, a lot about walking into uncertainty. And the less we make ourselves wrong for feeling that, for going there, for taking risks, um, the more choices you're going to have. Yeah. That's so good. yeah. Um, thank you for going there, Alan. I, I do think that's really helpful. I think it's good to know this stuff applies to anything that you're ever going to go through in life. Sure. Yeah. So um, if something that you guys heard today uh, hits home for you and you want more like it, go ahead and visit my link at www.linktree.com backslash Coach Annalise, A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. -E. Um, and that always includes that link where you can just click the button, schedule your free one hour discovery chat with me. I get so excited to meet people that way. Um, just so you can see how coaching with me could really help you live way less anxious and avoiding and way more um, like your true self. So I hope that you kind of kick around practicing reclaiming your language this week and really just live today more the way that you want to. We'll see you next time. 